Thank you for joining us for part two of the Draft Props episode. Please stick around until the end of the show to hear some special bonus material. guest he is a man whose brother tested positive for the coronavirus and did not care about his family (laughs) he is a man who you probably already know who he is now because he laughed and gave it away he is one of my top two best friends in the world he is the defending runner-up of the asie league dan yen how are you Thank you very much. I'm very glad to be here to talk about fantasy football and to not talk about my dumbass brother who got COVID and didn't tell anybody. All right. (laughs) Uh, We have one specific fun prop style game that we wanted to play. But first, you had something that you wanted to discuss. Dan, you had a thought about who the hot team will be in the NFL this year that Everyone's going to want to draft a lot of their players. Last year, I really thought this would be the Browns. I took Baker too high. Uh, you know, Odell goes, Chubb, but Kareem Hunt went. I lambasted Sternick, thought Kareem Hunt went too high. It was a good pick. A lot of the other ones are bad picks. Is there a team this year you think will be the, the hot team? So I'm going to base this answer on what I think that Rico was thinking. I think he's rubbing his hands right before the draft. He's like, well, I'm going to take all these people. And it is definitely, I think he is going to draft all the people he can from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number one, ah. because of obviously uh, Tom Brady. I think he is going to overhype Gronk and everyone else. And he's going to take as many skilled players. And that's what, like, I, I see people, t- you know, that's the hot team. What I think that Rico, I thought, yeah. I think, like, Rico is a perfect example of, like, the, the, the person who follows ESPN highlights on Twitter. And, like, just gobbles that shit up. Yeah. That's what I'm going to figure. If he thinks they're the hot team, that's what everyone's going to think the hot team is. In the pre-show meeting, I predicted that maybe you would think the Bucks were the hot team. Because we were talking also about, would you take – like, I wouldn't – I still am iffy on taking a bunch of Buccaneers. But I think you're right. I think – I don't know if it was on this pod or maybe just behind his back because I'm a (laughs) jerk. Well, when I talked about Rico loves the the social the status symbol, and right now the Bucks are the hot team, and having the Bucks is that is the status symbol. Yeah. Obviously, it's not a real status symbol, but neither is having the number one overall pick. They're the Gucci so, belt of the NFL. Yeah, right now they are. I I I watch talk football pro, like football talk shows more than I've ever watched in my <laughs> life, and you know the Colin Coward show the other day they showed the Bucks three times. Yes. It's just Brady over and over and over again, but they are showing them. I don't have cable, so I've never really been watching this stuff, but it's amazing. They really are showing them too much, more than they've ever shown them in my life. So I I, I like that thought that Rico will take a bunch of them. <laughs> but I, and then there, you go. I was going to say, are there any other potential uh, teams that fit this criteria? Um, I was trying to think of some, and I couldn't even think of any. So can't be the Ravens because a lot of their players are kept. 
you got to think about teams that are like, we're not that great, but like could be great. And I feel like the Cardinals, you know, with DeAndre Hopkins coming in, people are going to get really excited about that. Like, um, you know, um, what's the quarterback is still, you know, Murray's not kept. He's not going to be kept. So then you got Drake, Kenyon Drake's kept, but they still have got good receivers, Christian Kirk. Uh, Andy Isabella, I think there's another uh, – Larry Fitzgerald, of course. So, yeah, they have skill players all over as well. And they people think that they're going to be – like Kyler's going to be this year's Lamar Jackson because he's also fast. So, yeah, I think you're right on that too. It's a good thought. Yeah, you know, and then honestly, something that I I think I'm overhyping myself, but I still haven't got off the Browns train. I think – and I'm probably going to be wrong about this when they when they finish 7-9 and nine again or 8-8 eight and eight or whatever, but I, I – personally want to like you know draft those browns guys but i'm pretty sure i'm wrong yeah like a post-hype sleeper that's that's a good thought i love post-hype sleepers there's a few guys that i think this year last year they were overhyped and they they might catch up on that hype this year about you maurice uh for the browns or just post-hype sleepers in general uh anything any of it yeah i i don't necessarily draft post-hype sleepers intentionally um but it's funny you say that. I think I am higher on the Browns than most. Uh, the, you know, based on where I have people and based on what I'm seeing is their ADPs. Um, I think I'm higher on. Um, I guess I wouldn't really call this guy or you know this team post hype sleepers, but I think I'm higher on the Rams as well. Well, no, they they fit into the post hype sleepers because they yeah, were, they definitely do. Not as good as uh, expected last year, so I think those two offenses got rid of Gurley, got rid of Cooks, so yeah, they fit. Yeah, and then Dan, just so you know, this was your idea, this concept, but Maurice didn't know what you meant. (laughs) Maurice thought, Maurice thought you meant, I don't know what you you meant. He thought you meant one of two things. I never figured out. It was either, it was either who is the fantasy team owner that everyone's going to want the players from their team. Do you have an answer for that? So what I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll explain what I thought, Dan, man. I thought, Dan, man, we're going to look at everybody's roster after the draft and say, oh, my gosh, Tim has such a great team. Like, okay, we, okay. we got to well, trade. We got to trade. Who do you think that'll be? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think naturally, you know, if I draft someone, somebody's going to say, oh, that that's not a good team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, of course. Yeah, you know, so it's not you. You're not the answer. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, you're not I think the also, you know, people are also going to say, oh, man, Tyler, he's a winner. He drafts well. His team's going to be great. I always like Tim's team for some reason. Mm-hmm. Me um, too, yeah. You know, I think it's every year I predict him to finish in the top four. Um, But, you know, I guess, you know, based on this, I'm going to say that a lot of the league will like uh, Tyler's team. What about you, Dan? You got anybody? I feel, I feel like Cox is like a. I feel like Cox. His team I, I had the weird same yeah, thought. It's like, it's like his team always is so mediocre, but so like good on yeah. paper at the same time. If he can just get a draft, if he can just draft a bunch of players that I like, then I'll think he's good. <laughs> That's how my process works. And if you, th- if Rico's gonna take a bunch of Buccaneers, I'll, pro- I'll probably have him <laughs> as a division winner. I thought that I thought Maurice thought you meant. Who's going to be the team that has the hottest looking players that we're all going to want? I would love to discuss that. <laughs> that, well, that could take well, another hour. We could save that for well, another show. If someone doubles up on Tom Brady and Jimmy G, <laughs> then I think it's that. I think it's that team. We could do a post draft show where we talk about who is the most attractive roster. 
Yeah. Who's the most attractive on her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never thought about that. Uh, it's probably don't, Kel- it's don't probably Kelson. Don't, don't think about All it. Right. All yeah, muscles. It's probably Kelson. Yeah, sure. Moving on. Yeah. We have games to play. <laughs> uh, why don't you, Brown, <laughs> on, on this game? I just want to say that we talk too much about Kelson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I uh, like Kelson. I, I've known him for what, like, I don't know, a few years, but I've talked to him X amount of Like, before, before I went to the beach with him for a few days, I really didn't know him that well. And I don't think I know him well enough for us all to be talking about his muscles all the time. Well, we can't, I don't know how he feels about it. We can't keep I've, talking uh, about Tyler's muscles. Does I've he, never once talked about Tyler's muscles. Does he still muscles. work out? Because I remember in, in college, when he was an intramural referee, they were trying to yeah, show. Yeah, you're right. Um, they were trying to explain the, you know, the um, verticality rule in basketball. And then Tyler having these huge goddamn biceps, couldn't put his arms all the way straight up. He could just get it, like, at a 90-degree wow. angle. So uh, he's, like, trying to explain the rule, but he can't physically do it. Maurice, I don't know about you, but no one's <laughs> ever uh, complained to me about the size of my muscles. You know, they, they did to me, but that was when I was, like, six or seven. So <laughs> yeah. It's been yeah. a while. <laughs> anyway, right, let's play this game that I came up with. I, I came up with this great game. Uh it's it's really simple. All right, we have a bunch of simpletons in our league mm. who take a bunch of players that they recognize their name. We've seen it before. Last year, everyone knew that Todd Gurley had knee tendonitis. <laughs> it didn't stop him from going sixth overall to Rico. You know, we all knew that Rico, by the way, wants to be a doctor. But he took a guy <laughs> with, with knee tendonitis, you know, because he's Todd Gurley, though. I, and look, I actually like Todd Gurley. Maybe as my second round pick mm. in the in the early second round, but it's a lot of that. We had Breeze and Brady go pretty early last year. Brady might be an okay pick going early this year, but last year he had no weapons, and everyone knew they were not really relying on him to throw that much. So I have a bunch of guys here that are big names, and I have just a mock draft I recently did on Fantasy Pros, and I'm going to look at the guys being mm. drafted around this player, and then just see if you think this player. We'll go before or after some of those guys. But to start with quarterbacks, I want to say, of these four quarterbacks, how many of them do you think are actually going to be drafted to be starters? Uh, the first one I have is, of course, Tom Brady. So I'll ask, do you think he'll be a starter? But because it's probably yes, do you think he'll go in the first five rounds? And I'll preface it real fast by saying last year, three quarterbacks were drafted in the fifth round, but nobody was drafted before then. Mm-hmm. And we had the same number of quarterbacks kept, I believe, or at least close enough. Okay. So I feel Tom Brady is going to get drafted in the fifth round. He's going to be a starter for Kelson's team. Okay. That's my pick. Uh, I do not think Tom Brady will be a top five round pick. I think he'll be maybe the sixth or seventh quarterback off the board. Um, But I don't think that'll happen in rounds one through five. Mm. I think Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray go, and I think Tom Brady's third off the board. And I think that might even be the fourth round if people are getting itchy for for some quarterbacks. I don't actually I should say that with coronavirus people might stand up for skill players. So maybe fifth round, but I think Tom Brady will be the third quarterback off the board. Yeah, I mean perfect world. He still has the same offensive weapons that Jameis did and and he's not gonna throw as many uh as many picks. Jameis finished what, like top five? I think, or somewhere around James, that. Yeah, James put up a ton of points, obviously. But, yeah, I think Brady will throw more picks than people are used to just because the variance is offense, but, yeah. All right, so the second one, a guy who was the first quarterback taken last year in the fifth round, but he had just no – he didn't have the numbers for fantasy. 
Aaron Rodgers, do you think someone takes him to be their starting quarterback? Yes, but late. Okay. Like, uh, I say I say yes as well. Um, right in that Brady range, you know, six, seven. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be – if somebody does that, I will probably blast them in the <laughs> season preview because I think that would be a terrible move. I'm looking at the quarterback's cap. We have Lamar, who will be a starter. We have Mahomes, who will be a starter. And Daniel Jones, who could be a starter. We got Minshew. He's probably a backup, but it's not a bad keep. It's just he's going to be probably a backup. I think that's it. So you got like three teams who are set at starting quarterback. Uh, I, I think Rodgers, is he one of the nine best remaining? Maybe not, but I do think someone will take him to be a starter because of his name, and I think it will be mm. too high. Uh, the la- uh, third guy here out of four, Drew Brees. Definitely, I think definitely he's going to be a starter. He's- Kelson wanted to keep him for the third round. I think Kelson takes him in the fourth, fifth, or sixth. Yeah, I feel like I, he's definitely a starter, but I, I don't know if he's going. I feel like he's going to fall closer to seven or eight, um, and someone just takes him then. Okay. Yeah, I think he. Um, I think he'll be a starter. Um, I think uh, I, for some reason I remember Tim having Breeze. Obviously not last year, but in previous years. And I think if he likes him, that could be someone that he takes. All right, I'll, I'll sum it up real quick. Do you, who do you think goes first, Brady or Breeze? Brady. Brady. I'm going to write these answers down. I think we all say we all say Brady, and then. Uh, Will Rogers be a starter? Did we all say yes? That's boring. So I think I'll change it to no. Actually, I'm saying okay. So the last guy, do you think Phil Philip Rivers will be drafted at all? The new Colts quarterback. I think yes. That is um, an interesting question. Um, I think this is interesting because you know last year we had 23 QBs drafted. This year, Philip Rivers is sitting at 24 in ADP. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Philip Rivers, the quarterback in real life more than I think most people do. Um, I think career wise, I think he's more, okay. So side tangent, let me preface this. If you remove, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Super Bowls, which nobody can, but that's fine. (laughs) Uh, If you remove Super Bowls, I think he's a lot more. Um, Hall of Fame worthy than Eli Manning and a little bit more Hall of Fame worthy than Ben Roethlisberger. But, you know, those two have Super Bowls yeah, and Rivers agree. doesn't. Um, I like Philip Rivers. That said, I, I can't draft him in fantasy this year. But I think he will get drafted, but it won't be by me. Right. Mm-hmm. See, I, I don't think he should be drafted. Like, I agree with Maurice. Like, from a value standpoint, he's more worth taking off taken off the waivers in week one and you're you're better off drafting a rookie um who could be who could have some kind of um uh keeper value but i think he's gonna get drafted just because of the name yeah i think he'll get drafted too and i i actually still like him because i've always been a big fan of him so like if i if none of the quarterbacks i like are still around i think about it in like the 15th 16th round but uh, yeah i i don't know i i think he he will but i don't think it'll be by me either so I'm going to make this go a little quicker. I got three running backs. They're all the, – the running back two position in our league is going to be a scramble. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of guys kept a running back, and so a lot of the top guys are – the top guys on the board, McCaffrey, Saquon, Zeke, Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry. Those are the top six backs. Then you get into Edward Hilaire, Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, and that's probably the next four best. And then you get kind of a tier of, mm-hmm. a, guy, of a bunch of guys who are – Names and I think I just said Todd Gurley, but there's Leonard Fournette, 
Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Todd Gurley, and Melvin Gordon, all of whom in this mock draft just went ahead of guys like Jonathan Taylor and Devin Singletary, and then some of the back, and then you get into backups. But in our draft last year, a bunch, it was a running back race in the first three rounds, and then running back cooled off a little bit in the fourth round because everyone tried to get the two in their first three. Mm-hmm. One guy went three running backs, two guys went no running backs, but they had had keepers. So my question is, guys like Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, Chris Carson, they are pro- they are not necessarily more likely, but they are younger, fresher backs in maybe a more run-heavy offense than a guys like Todd Gurley who's got arthritis or tendonitis. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's arthritis. David Johnson, who, who maybe was just disenfranchised from the fact that he was the premier guy and then he, he kind of fallen off a cliff. Maybe he just needed a fresh start, but – he ran like he had a piano on his back in a lot of games last year. Well, he hasn't been the and, same since the ACL injury. Right. He, yeah. And then you've got Le'Veon Bell, new team. He's been fine, but he hasn't been Le'Veon Bell. So do you think that those three guys are going to go ahead of guys like Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, or Chris Carson? Uh, I will start and say <laughs> absolutely no chance. Um, I... I know that I'm drafting at 12 and 13 and, you know, I'm not considering the first group and that uh, at those spots, but I am considering that, you know, the second group, uh, you know, the, the Carson Mixon Jacobs range. So um, just, you know, from my point of view, uh, the answer is um, no. The interesting thing about this is, aside from Le'Veon Bell, that, that group of um, veterans changing teams, David Johnson, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, uh, I think there's such a risk-reward there mm-hmm. um, that, to me, <coughs> is not worth um, any type of high pick you know, within the first three rounds. Um, but to some, it could be just comfortable you know, remembering the glory days of David Johnson and Todd Gurley rather than, you know, oh, I'm not really sure if I want to take the chance on uh, Joe Mixon, who had a rough beginning of the year and um, uh, not as rough end of the year. So um, we'll see. I think it'll this year is really interesting because, you know, the wide receivers are easier to pick, uh, safer, but at the same time, running backs are more scarce. So who who does what when it comes to drafting running backs when? Dan, your second-round pick falls squarely in the range. So the mock draft that I'm looking at, Maurice's team wound up with Josh Jacobs and Julio Jones. Mixon was gone. Todd Gurley goes. And then at your pick, you have the choice. Mm-hmm. You, your team here took – let's just put you in these okay. shoes. Your team took Derrick Henry in this mock draft. Okay. So now you've got on the board, you're, let's say you're looking at running back, despite it has you taken Mike Evans, you've got good receivers on the board, but you want that second back. So you have the choice of Chris Carson, Leonard Fournette, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Melvin Gordon. Who are you taking? I think I'm taking Chris Carson. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think I'm a superstitious person, and I've drafted Chris Carson before when he shit the bed, and then the, then the year after, I didn't touch him. So I'm like, I think in that scenario, I'd take him. But if you're looking at everyone else – I don't trust that Jets offense, you know, with, with anything. Um, Melvin Gordon, I think, is interesting because he's not coming off injury. and He wasn't necessarily bad last year. He was just overshadowed by um, Austin Eckler, who I do have um, on my team. And that's – it. probably the, – the tier would probably be Carson, Gordon, 
Gurley and then Bell. Yeah, I like Gordon too, but Gordon just got hurt today in practice oh, a few hours I ago. I'm worried about it. It's just it just it just happened, and in a is uh, a rib injury. I don't know if it was too serious, but we'll see. Obviously, but I like in these mocks. <clears throat> excuse me, in these mocks I've been doing. I've been vacillating between taking Melvin Gordon or Le'Veon Bell, just because like it's not real. So I don't know what I would do if the pressure was on. But so at my pick, I'm usually looking at Bell, Johnson, Gordon, those three. And then there's Jonathan Taylor and Devin Singletary. And I don't love Singletary much. I've talked about Taylor already on the pod before you joined. And I usually wind up taking him just because. But I always end up taking one of those three of of Gordon, Bell, Johnson. Mm -hmm. And I think because that's just where where I'm picking, unless I go with a receiver – I'm going to take one of those guys, and I don't know. I, I don't like David Johnson. Any, I, I used to love David Johnson, but that was four years ago. I st- I, I've had success with Le'Veon Bell in the past. I've never been crazy about Melvin Gordon, but that's going to probably be a decision I'll have to make. And that's why I'm hopeful to, that a guy like Dan Shannon or Cox or Re- uh, Kelsey who picks right after you or Rico picks after me. So my thought, too, is maybe I take the rookie and Jonathan Taylor, who I don't necessarily trust – but is still unproven, and then see what Rico does on the turn, and then maybe just pick up whoever he doesn't take. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to figure out, and I'm not sure I'll want to take Taylor in the second round. But, yeah, that's what I had. So I think you brought up a good point about draft position because, you know, me picking 12, 13, and then 35, you know, especially being a keeper league, all, all four of these running backs, Johnson, Gurley, Gordon, Bell, they are probably going to be off the board for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably going to be drafted between picks 13 and or between picks 14 and 34. Um, so I won't even have the chance at them. You know, these are guys I would consider uh, at that 35, 36, you know, the three, four turn, but not obviously at, at the beginning of the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting based on where you pick and having to make those decisions, especially if you can choose between all four of them. I would hate to be in that position. If I'm looking at a running back and I need, and I'm taking one of these four guys, that would, that would be tough for me. And I, okay. So moving on, I, I had wide receivers listed. I, I'm going to skip through that because there's no names that are going ahead of those guys that like I had Deandre Hopkins, Juju Smith-Schuster and Odell listed, but a lot of the guys in this mock that are going ahead of them are just, they're elite guys. So I, I think those guys will probably go where they belong to go. And I think maybe you can get a steal on some value from some of those guys, but I don't think it's worth diving too deep. Well, I got, I got a quick go question, though. Just with, with, yeah, with DeAndre yeah, yeah. Hopkins, like, you know, I, I've, I've seen him, you know, in the mock drafts, like either mid or late second round. Why, why yep. has he fallen so far? I mean, he just he's a new team, but, you know, Kyler Murray's not um, – I don't think he's awful. Um, and DeAndre Hopkins is still elite, so – he goes as the fourth wideout in this draft, and I think that's fair. I think people are just scrambling for running backs this year. Like, uh, it, it goes Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones, all four guys I would take ahead of Hopkins. And then it's Hopkins, but maybe if you take – if you trust Brady, maybe you take Godwin and Evans. They're the next two to go. Maybe you like Kenny Galladay. I would probably take Hopkins over Galladay and Allen Robinson. But as a biased Bucks fan, I might look at Chris Godwin and Mike Evans before Hopkins. But I agree with you. I mean, that's – and it depends on, like, if Maurice takes two running backs and maybe uh, somebody gets nervous about the running backs being around in the third, fourth round at the uh, picking early second, then we might have a big run that will push Hopkins into mm. the middle of the second round. But I agree with you. I think he still has tremendous value. 
I don't see why he's falling that far, but it's probably because of just other guys getting taken. That's fair. I think part of Hopkins falling in the draft has to do with um, some of the, not like everyday people like us, but fantasy analysts who um, are a bit more wary. Wow, what's the word? Wary? Wary? <laughs> sure, uh, yeah, hold on that. Weary. Weary of um, wide receivers changing teams. There's just not a good track record of it. Mm. Um, but, uh, and, you know, you could look at, just a perfect example is Odell Beckham last year. You know, his first t- first year on a new team, it didn't go well. Sure, he was injured, but who who's to say that if he wasn't injured, if his um, season would be great? Also, yeah. um, there's a lot of um, questioning about the amount of targets that Hopkins got in the past in Houston. It's it could be hard to replicate in the air raid system, which. Um, you know, last year they ran a lot more than they were um, initially projected to, and also they spread the ball out a lot, even throwing to, you know, bad receivers that we never heard of when they had Hall of Famer Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk on the team. So um, that's another thing that I think the the fantasy industry as a whole is, you know, putting into the universe, and I think that's lowering uh, Hopkins's ADP. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That makes sense. So the last thing, and I, I don't want this to sound like a, like a Homer Bucks question. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it is. You know, Gronk came out of retirement. That's a big deal. He's probably the name brand tight end that is going late. So last year, Kelsey went second round. He probably still will. The next three tight ends were Zach Ertz. Kelsey took David and Joku. I'm going to send Kelsey an average draft position ranking list this year. And Evan Anger went right after. But then the tight ends kind of yeah. fell. So in this mock draft I did, that there were three tight ends in the first five rounds last year. In this mock, same thing, three tight ends. It was Kelsey, Waller, and Zach Ertz. And Gronk didn't go until round 11. I don't, I'm not going to count the number of tight ends that went ahead of him. I see no way that Gronk – so here's my question. We have Mark Andrews and George Kittle kept in the seventh round. Mm-hmm. So who goes off the board first? Like ignoring the fact that those two guys are technically already off the board. Who do you think goes first? Well, so will Rob Gronkowski be picked – in the first seven rounds. I think that somebody will do it. Uh, I, I I don't trust Rob. If me personally, especially being a wrestling fan, knowing that he bitched out on a dive that set that 80-year-old Vince McMahon who tore both his quads jumped off to, you know, show him. I don't trust Rob Gronkowski at all. I But I feel like that just the name brand, like – People are going to take them. I, mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't even touch him in the draft. Like, I feel like he's going to get hurt or he's just not the same player. But I like, you know, I, 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 I try to view it from a Kelsey Rico lens. Like, you know, who's something that, like, you know, could be great. And, like, people are going to overlook because, you know, because they're experts or whatever. Where they right. read shit. So, I think um, drafting Rob Gronkowski in the first seven rounds would be be an absolute disaster um a terrible terrible thing to do uh, i think we are really overestimating how much rob gronkowski's gonna play um i don't think he plays 10 games this year i don't think he. well plays, you think because of health you're saying uh load management health uh all, all of the above um i don't think he plays 50 percent of snaps in games that he's active i think he'll be a red zone weapon I don't think that's somebody that I want on my fantasy team to start week 
week to week. Now you could say tight end is such a random position at times that, you know, you can go for that, but I just wouldn't do that in the seventh round. You know, if we're talking in the 11th round, that's, that's a different story. <laughs> I've taken him in a lot of mock drafts because the buzz out of the camp is when they get into the red zone, like you said, they're throwing it to Gronk every time because Brady sure. just knows where Gronk's going to be and they have that relationship. And I think they love having O.J. Howard and Cameron Brady on the field because those guys can block. They listed today who, who could play fullback if they needed a fullback, and Gronk was not named even though he's an elite blocker. They named three tight ends, and none of them were Gronk. So I think you're right. I think they expect to probably play Brady and Howard a lot, but – I think when it's time to get a first down or when they're in the red zone, they want somebody Brady just can rely on. Because I don't think Brady will be able to rely on O.J. Howard. I don't think O.J. Howard likes football. (laughs) So I think that – I just don't think he works hard enough and Brady will lose trust in him. So I think Gronk will be like Eric Ebron two years ago where he comes on the field, he gets two catches and a touchdown. Because I I, I really – just from what I've seen is – you know, they throw it. He's working through the, the usual receiver route stuff, but it's like, it seems like he's catching a disproportionate amount of the training camp touchdowns that the media is tweeting about. Yeah, it's interesting you brought up Ebron. Um, that just goes into, you know, roster philosophy. That's just not a guy who I wanted on my team. I had him and I traded him for Kittle and I still have Kittle. Uh, <laughs> but that's another story. Um, I, I want guys who play and I'm going to draft mm-hmm. guys who I think are going to play. Um, and I just – I don't see it with uh, Gronkowski. I will probably take two tight ends. That's what I've been doing in a lot of my mocks because I like taking backups these days and also because I can't seem to get tight end right. I like taking backups with the COVID thing. Like this mock, I, I wound up with Jared Cook and I took Jack Doyle in the 16th round because I took my kickers 14-15 and then I just had an open spot in 16. So – I don't know. I, I, I like the fact, the thought of two quarterbacks, two tight ends, and then after week one, if I need to just shed a tight end or shed a quarterback, I will. But I've just been grabbing them to, to hold on to them early because I like the 16th round flyer on the receiver and the running back, and I know that can work out sometimes. But Yeah, I'm more likely you know. to um, draft two tight ends than two quarterbacks. Um, mm. Even though I have Kittle, uh, I think the young tight ends – available or intriguing for keepers for trades um i think it's it's easier to it's easier for someone to look at my roster and say i need a tight end he's got two maybe i can trade for one of them then to mm-hmm. look at my roster and say oh i need a qb he's got two um let me trade for one of them you it's easier to get uh qb off the waiver wire than the tight end so i think i'm probably going to draft a a tight end that I think has some nice upside um, to back up Kittle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I'm going to. So. All right. Uh, I got a couple of things left that we could talk about real, real, real quick. But, Dan, I'll float these couple of things that we already talked to you. Sure. If you want to give me your answer You're real quick. Uh, do you think the we – we actually didn't address this. The draft's going to be online, Zoom. I'm giving it like a three-minute pick clock because I can adjust that at any time, and hopefully people are quick about it. But do you think the draft will take over under two and a half hours? The only time we did an online draft, it was really quick. Every other draft's been about four hours, but they've been offline and live. So what do you I, think? Two it's going to be under. People aren't going to be hammered. They're not going to yeah. be, like, fussing around with shit. It's going to be under. Yeah, I think so, too. Maurice, you got an over-under uh, on I'm that gonna one? I'm going to take the Ooh. over. I'm actually leaning under. Uh, I'm going to lean under from the moment the first pick goes. Okay, uh, Dan, real quick. Round, do you think the first defense goes? I think it's going to go round 10. Last year, when I picked the Bears, I, that was – I think um, – 
first couple rounds, I was off feeling myself, and then I got pretty drunk around round eight, which is where I picked them, and that was an emotional pick because I had them the year before, and I don't think mm-hmm. we're going to make that same mistake again. So I'm, I'm picking uh, – I'm guessing someone's going to pick New England defense around round 10 or 11. I was uh, locked in last year during the draft until right the moment it ended and those, like, six-pounder white claws <laughs> that I had just – and then we went to Walmart, and I bought, like, two pints of ice cream. So oh, That was great. Uh, let's see. A kicker. What round? I, I, I'm so weird with this. I, You know, I know we keep picking on Rico, but I, I just – I can't get the idea of Rico not take not trying to take uh, Tucker in round 10 or 11. I think a kicker goes before a defense, and I think it's Tucker, yeah. And, it, look, we pick on Rico. It's completely deserved. <laughs> I said this year I'm going to start bullying people more. And, you know. You make these picks. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're, we're talking about this. If Rico listens to this, he, he can he, – he might even take Justin Tucker earlier just to see Despite if, you know, us. just, you know, it'll, it'll make us laugh. He's a pleaser. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. He's in full control of all of these decisions. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm making fun of him because, like, some kind of natural disaster occurred in his life. It's like, no, you <laughs> – you don't have to take a kicker. You don't have uh, to. You know, you could take him in the 15th round, and I promise you your team will be just as good. So he deserves it. Uh, and then uh, we went at length about this, but do you think anyone will have multiple players from their favorite team? You know, I, I think it's going to be Maurice. I mean, here he's got Kittle. I feel like he could pick um, get one of their running back by committees as his backup and um, – you know, maybe some wide receiver that only he, you know, rookie guy that he knows about. I have a thought on first reach real quick. I'm just going to throw this out. There's the last thing we had that we never talked about. I think the draft's going to go like this. Rico takes maybe Christian McCaffrey or he tries to do something else. If Flair he likes, I'll end up taking either McCaffrey or Saquon. And then like Zeke, one of those three guys goes there. Cox, I think will take Alvin Kamara. And then I think Steve Sternick is going to take Clyde Edwards. <laughs> Interesting. That's awesome. Edwards Hilaire is going to go much higher in our league than he would in our normal league. And he's already going pretty high. Like, he's gone from, like, mid two to then Damian Williams offs out. So now he's a first-round pick. And I think he's going to go, like, above Dalvin Cook, who's holding out, above Derrick Henry, who I think he's going five. I think he'll go for a receiver. So the reason why – And Stern is keeping, Stern is keeping two running backs. So I, I, I'm really – this is a, a long-shot bet. The reason why I was late today was because instead of doing my work in the morning, I was doing a bunch of mock drafts, which I should have done my work in the morning. But the thing that I kept seeing was like Clyde Edwards Lair was, was going around like five, six, or seven, which was so crazy. To yep. Me. Yeah, it's, it is crazy, but I think it's going to happen in our league too. He might even go four to Cox. I mean, shit. I hope he goes one to Rico. I hope Rico <laughs> takes him first. He can't do that. I would respect it. There's, if you if you think a guy's gonna be the top player, I don't care what you do. All right, take him. Serious question. If we ask Rico before <laughs> this podcast gets posted, who the starting running back for the Chiefs is, and it, like without having any time to look him up, like if you called him as soon as we press no, the record, does he know? He's gonna say no. Okay. No shot. He's gonna say, um, uh, who's that? He's gonna say Kareem Hunt. That's I wasn't guess. sure. Uh, I, I, <laughs> no, I I don't think he would even. I don't think he'd have any idea. And I, you know what though, I think he could see the rankings, be like, oh, the Chiefs have this rookie. He was the first running back taking. He's a first round pick. I he was, I don't think I, I have the it. first pick. I don't think he could do it. He won't. He won't. But I think he has the. I think if he was picking like six, I think 
Zach, the, uh, this is biased because he took Josh Jacobs last year, but Zach, I th- he, Edwards Hilaire goes to Zach in this mock draft, and I think he takes him. If, if Edwards is there at nine, I think he's on Zach's team. I think it's really tough with projecting him. This is sort of off topic. I think it's tough projecting him um, just because when you, if you look at the Chiefs' stats from last year, they're between three running backs, they had an awesome one player. And if you think that those, those, uh, the running back stats between those three players, well, really it was four, but Darwin Thompson barely played. So if it's just three, you know, there was, running back scored uh, I think 14 touchdowns last year for the Chiefs and um, between four guys and mm. there's a path for Clyde to score 10 because Damian Williams is not playing um, and who's really behind them so uh, I think that's why he has that first round buzz it's not something that I'm interested in especially because I don't fully trust Aaron Jones to be you know, uh, first or second round value um, this year. So taking a risk or what I perceive to be a risk with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not something that I think I'm interested in. But uh, I think, you know, I think it's, I think he's worth a first round pick. I think, but I just think it's a risky first round pick, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You think Dalvin Cook plays in the first two weeks? Oh, yeah. I don't think he's in a holdout. He's at camp, but he's still he's not working full speed because they don't want him to get hurt in the middle of the contract dispute. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I think it's going to be uh, as you know, zero point zero holdout. I think he's going to play, and that's that's my opinion. I could be wrong. I'm normally wrong about stuff. Well, I don't know anything about contracts and those kind of dispute shit. So I'm going to say yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he'll yeah. play too. Cool. Anything else? Who's going to be wasting No, I mean, we have talked oh, for a long time. I got a real quick question. Go ahead. I that, heard it. Who's going to be wasted at the draft? <laughs> I think it depends on what time and what day it is. I'll have a couple drinks. I need to because, you know, I'm an anxious person. Yeah, I like to. I'm going to do it in the evening because I like to have a couple drinks as well. But it won't be like. It, the draft's going to be lame this year. Yeah. It's really sad. It's going to suck. What a shame. It really is. I mean, I'm, I miss the app tournament. I care about that and the draft. Those are two things I really enjoy, and it, it sucks. Cause I, I, and I think two, two or three people, I'm sure, won't even be like on Zoom, and I just think it's going to be lame. I mean, we could just say fuck it, and one of us gets COVID, get together the draft, and kind of be like a COVID immunity slash draft party. All right, on that note, <laughs> yeah. uh, I had a great time chatting with you all. Dan, you did great on your first appearance. Oh, thank you. Um, we'll be back next week with hopefully some. Uh, well, I don't even know, Brian. What's next week? I don't know, Maurice. You have you're going. You have to go to a lottery. Do you want to explain what that is? How you how are you doing your lottery in ten seconds? You know, this is. Uh, I joined this league today, um, and I uh, learned that there's a lottery. Uh, basically, what's going to happen is you get picked in the lottery, and then you immediately pick your draft spot. So. Like they, if, you know, if I draw, it's not like you draw and then you, you don't do one full drawing and then one full drawing. You do, you know, Maurice, where are you picking? I'm picking eight. Okay. Joe, where are you picking? I'm picking two. You know, that's cool. So that's what this is going to be like. It's going to be on Zoom. Uh, It's going to be with, you know, people 
I've never met before, except for one. So better, better or worse than ours? Oh, will it be or will it be? Uh, it'll be faster, so I'm gonna say better. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, th- those races were fun. They were intense. Oh yeah, okay, that was fun. I wasn't thinking <laughs> about that. I was just thinking about the part where we where it took like 36 hours to get the well, draft. Oh no, that was that was no fun at no, all. No, I think this will be me. like. A hat drawing. Yeah. Yeah, I think you did a great job too, Dan. You coughed about nine times and you showed up an hour and a half late, but I enjoyed it. Well, I'm freaking out because I think I got COVID now, so I'm going to go take my temperature. As promised, here is some special bonus behind-the-scenes content. Me? What was that? Dan, Dan. Dan. What I want to discuss. Dan, this, this, is, uh, this is how the podcast works, Dan. We have, we have a document. Listen to me. Listen. It's going to be tough. There's a document that just says all the things we're going to talk about. I thought you were, to... were going to lead it off. I was going to give all the answers. No, no. No, that's what you oh, think is going to happen. That is not what actually happens. What happens is we intro, and then Maurice is like, <laughs> all right. Topic one. <laughs> you wanted to say, you just you gotta come on now. When Maurice Man, says you want to talk about this, right, some, host, some host, some host, he part. has not learned from the Monday plow at all. Okay, we can read. I'll that. cut this part and then we can. Um... Oh, I thought it was funny. I thought it was. Funny. <laughs> oh, well, I'll listen back to it and see what yeah, happens. You can cut this part, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I would uh, love to talk about a bunch of players who could be picked first over like the others. So, like, if you got. X or Y, who's going to be picked first? So, like, quarterbacks, right? Tom Brady, Aaron <laughs> – what, am I doing this wrong? Right? <laughs> Dan, you're supposed to talk about the highlighted part, the what part that you wrote down. Who's yeah, you're introducing team? the game <laughs> that I came up with. <laughs> you, because I, I, just, that's what you highlighted. That's what you just highlighted. No, no, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know it's confusing it's because Maurice said we're going to talk about this and then you can talk about your thing wow. and now we're starting with your thing. But just to be clear, uh. you're going to talk about the who's the hot team. How about we – this could be at like the end as a blooper, but right now I'll just lead it off I by saying – I think this is clearly a miscommunication, not on my part. That's <laughs> oh fine. That's fine. That's fine. Let's just – I'll say – I'll say who – I'll lead it for you. Okay. All right, you ready? All right, let me take a deep breath. Oh, my God.